Lots of people here will be familiar with your name. You've been really active in theatre and music on the island for many, many years, haven't you? That's right, yes. Um, grew up on the island and went to Christine Wilde um, and did lots of shows at Balakameen as well when I was there. Um, and I was in the Manx Youth Band and Manx Concert Brass as well, so I had lots of, lots of different things going on in the, in the music scene. It does seem to be a really ripe place to kind of nurture musical and theatrical talent here. It definitely is. I mean, the, the music festival is, is such a special thing uh, for the island. And, you know, and, and it's so brilliant that everybody takes part and encourages each other. And it's such a great place, I think, for young people to get into music. So since you've uh, left the Isle of Man, what have you been doing? Because you've been performing all over the world, haven't you? That's right, yes. Um, I'm doing theatre stuff and and singing all over the world. So, yeah, I trained in musical theatre at Mount View in London. And, and yeah, since then I've been working in musical theatre, lots of touring and a bit of West End and been to Toronto for uh, for 6 weeks doing one show and and then yeah lots of lots of extra singing work as well I I've been doing some sort of classical crossover work um which takes me literally all over the world so I've been as far as Sri Lanka and done lots around the states and uh lots in Russia um so yeah it's all been quite exciting quite a whirlwind Your family must be very proud because of course your whole family really are quite sort of musical aren't they yeah, that's right. My dad still conducts um, the big choirs on the Isle of Man, so he's still very active in the music scene there. That's right. It's lovely to see as well that you've you've done recording at Abbey Road. What was that experience like? Oh, it was amazing. It was for, believe it or not, it was for Kung Fu Panda Three. No way. <laughs> so it was for a Hollywood film, but it was with Hans Zimmer, so he was he was <gasps> running the recording session. So it was yeah, it was fantastic working with him. And uh, very gentlemanly he was too. <laughs> oh gosh! So were you singing on the film then, or? Yes, that's right. Yeah, as part of a choir, that one. But uh, yeah, it was it was a fantastic experience. We should say, though, um, speaking of being quiet, you've actually recorded your own album, though, haven't you? You've got a debut album out. What can we expect from that? Yeah, that's right. So last year, um, I promised myself I was finally going to get around to doing it. I'd been thinking about it for, for about five years, and I thought, well... You know, it's kind of now or never, let's just do it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's called Enraptured, and it's a mix of um, classical crossover and jazz and musical theatre, but all kind of connected very well with, with really lovely original chamber orchestrations, um, which I've been involved with arranging as well. My heart wants to beat like the wings of the birds that rise from a lake. such a creative fulfilling experience being able to work with 
um, a brilliant arranger that um, um, was actually a friend of my sister's from, from university, a friend of Susie's. And yeah, we just put together something that I'm just so, so proud of. And it's already available on CD just before Christmas, but we are releasing online on the 24th of April. So Good time. Well, we'll put up the uh, the links to that so people can get their hands on that. But, but in the meantime, you're coming back and you're going to be playing the lead role in a very interesting revival piece. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's right. So the piece is called Noel and Gertie. Um, and if you don't know, that's Noel Coward and Gertrude Lawrence. And it is just a two-hander. So it's, um, yeah, it's quite a full-on piece for just the two, two actors. It's a very cleverly put together piece from the diaries and letters and plays of um, Noel Coward. And it's like watching two brilliantly interwoven biopics of the two stars. Um, so Gertrude Lawrence isn't quite so well known these days, but she was actually the bigger star than, than him in her day. And she was, you know, one of the first kind of major celebrities because she was the star of theatre um, in the West End and on Broadway. And, you know, her face was known all over the world. There's not so much recorded footage of her, of course, because the theatre wasn't recorded in, in those days. So I've had, you know, a slight, slightly more of a challenge to get to know what she was like and uh, what she was like as a performer. We shall still be together when our lives journey ends for wherever we choose. But what's so brilliant about the piece is that um, Noel Coward was actually her friend from childhood so they'd known each other they'd known each other all their lives and his diaries are so detailed and they describe her brilliantly um, so I've been able to basically take take his word for for how to how to play all these characters and so the piece brings lots of extracts of his most famous works so Private Lives Blythe Spirit Brief Encounter Red Peppers um, so even if you don't think you know all of his plays actually you'll definitely know some of those sections because some of those films are just so famous as well um, so we play the most iconic scenes and it tells the story of their friendship as well as showing all those um, brilliant infamous scenes and lots of his songwriting of course as well Don't put your daughter on the stage Although your baby may be keen on a stage career How can I make it clear this is not a good idea for her to hope Dear Mrs Worthington is on the face of it absurd Her personality is not in reality Because they actually had by the sound of things quite a complicated relationship didn't they? They did in some ways. I mean, they were they were incredibly close friends. Um, at times, their relationship was quite feisty, quite volatile. I think, you know, she was probably quite hard work. She was a bit of a diva, but she was his muse. You know, he, um, he was just inspired by her kind of crazy changes of mood and character that he would write most of his works were actually written for her as a, ve- as a star vehicle for her. So, you know, the most famous characters in, in Private Lives and uh, Blythe Spirit, they were, they were specifically written for her. So it's very exciting to be able to, to bring that to the stage right now. And what a, a wonderful era to depict as well, isn't it, that era? That's right. I mean, it's hugely glamorous. I mean, we we know from watching Downton that, you know, everybody's still interested in that period. So it's basically that it goes from the early 20s into the 40s, right up until she was in uh, The King and I on Broadway. And when you went away, then I was sad. 
So what does it mean then to, for you to be able to bring this back to the Isle of Man and return to the Gaiety Theatre? Oh, it's so special. I keep telling everybody on the tour because we've been to, you know, we've been to so many theatres now. I think there's about 30 different venues on on the tour schedule. Um, And I keep telling everybody, well, you just wait till we get to the Isle of Man. This is the most beautiful one. (laughs) Everyone does say that. Um, you know, we've been to Buxton Opera House, which is which is gorgeous, and it's another Frank Matcham theatre. But I call it the baby sister. It's like the baby sister of the Gaiety because they're you know they're virtually identical front of house, but they um, Buxton's a bit smaller than the Gaiety. So I said, you know, the Gaiety's just absolutely stunning. You won't believe it. And it's not you know we don't as professionals we don't often get to go to the Isle of Man. It's not on the usual touring schedule. So they you know they have done it because. I'm I'm in the show. That's brilliant that I'm able to come back now and and perform in my home in my hometown really, which is which is fabulous. Yeah. Oh, it sounds wonderful, and hopefully lots of people will turn out to see you. So, so when you finish with this, then when when it does eventually finish, what will be next for you? Uh, well, I'm hoping to plug the album a bit more <laughs> because I haven't because I kind of went straight into well, I went straight into Panto as soon as I'd finished. Um, recording the album and then it's kind of gone straight into Nolan Gertie so I haven't really had chance to really put my focus on that so it'd be great to do a couple of launch gigs perhaps I'll come to the island and do one as well that would be great yeah and then and then just seeing what what else is on the horizon on the audition circuit as we as we go back to <laughs> brilliant well coming to Nolan Gertie first then just remind people of when the dates are and when we can actually see you on at the Gaiety Theatre stage it's the 27th and 28th of April. So that's the Thursday and Friday night. Wonderful. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us, Helen. We look forward to seeing you. Thank you very much. Why must the show go on? It can't be all that indispensable.